Master Windu. I take it General Grievous has been destroyed then. I must say you're here sooner than expected. In the name of the Galactic Senate of the Republic, you're under arrest, Chancellor. Are you threatening me, Master Jedi? The Senate will decide your fate. I am the Senate. Not yet. It's treason, then. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Nerdist a new bully. I'm your host Leroy with my co-host. This is Eli. Yep, and we are back with another episode. And Eli, I'm feeling pretty good this week. Oh yeah. Okay, so last week I don't know if anybody heard the podcast. Well, you probably couldn't hear on your end, but anyway, I didn't have internet. I was struggling. Now, if you want to know why I didn't have internet, basically because uh, I and my cable company are having a disagreement right now over the payment. Oh yeah. It oh, happens. Yeah? You know. So the thing is. In order to get the podcast recorded, because I had no internet, even when we were recording a podcast right now, so I actually worked out something. So, Eli, this is what I did. Now, the company I'm with, and I feel like I shouldn't say this, because I feel like once I say this, something bad is going to happen to me, but I'm going to say it anyway. The company I'm with is Xfinity. Now, in order to record the podcast with you that day, which I had no internet whatsoever, I went online to their mobile site. Their mobile, I downloaded a mobile app, and they said, you have internet for 24 hours, just pay $8 today. Like eight dollars. I can't pay my bill, but I can pay eight dollars. So pay eight dollars, got me on, that was it. But here's the weird thing. After the twenty four hours was up, the internet stayed on. Oh shit. Yeah. So I feel like I'm I'm like I made a life hack. <laughs> Is that a thing? So I made a life hack. So for some reason it wasn't just on that device. So once the twenty four hour period was up, Xfinity Mobile, I'm still signed in. I'm signing in my phone, I'm signing in my Chromecast uh Chromebook uh Chromebook, and I'm just I've just been on internet the whole time and haven't paid my bill yet. <laughs> I'm like, why should I pay a bill if I'm already getting internet? Not only that, I'm going to tell you how far this life hack is going. Okay, the NBA playoffs have started. Uh-huh. Okay, so the NBA playoffs have started, and I'm like, well, how am I going to watch the NBA playoffs? I don't have ESPN. I don't even have cable. So I go to ESPN.com, go to the app. The NBA playoffs are right there. Oh, shit. There I'm you like, go. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I'm not paying for cable, not paying for ESPN. I'm getting cable. I mean, I'm getting internet, and I'm getting ESPN through the internet. I'm living a life. This is like the best week ever. <laughs> so I'm just enjoying myself right now. Watch, watch the internet, the podcast cuss off in the middle. <laughs> yeah. It's like right now, like he said, what? Because I'm live streaming also. <laughs> so yeah, so this is probably in my life hack uh, by the end of the day, but we'll keep it going from there. Anyway, bypass that, Eli. I want to let you know since I've been listening to the internet all day and been life hacking all week. Guess what I've been listening to all week? What's that? Country music. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been listening to country music all day because something has... and as it, For those that don't know, I'm actually a fan of country music. Oh, really? I actually like, have like favorite country. Like, I'm not saying I'm like a country music aficionado or anything like that. You know, I don't 
going to line dances every time every weekend or anything like that. But if a good country song comes on, I will listen to it. I actually used to be a DJ at a country station. Me too. Bitch, what? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I'm kind of hard to believe. You, on the other hand, I really don't believe that. <laughs> no, I actually, on the on on my reservation out in South Dakota, it's just in uh, Wapton, Oyate. Uh, they had a radio station, and pretty much they, yeah, there are a bunch of hicks out there. They listen to country music, and I got an internship one summer as a DJ and other things, you know, doing office duties around. They, and I had to, I had to be a DJ. I had to play shit, play that shit. Okay. And, but they did. They did give me my own show on Saturday nights. From I had mine Saturday tw- morning. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was twelve <laughs> to two in the morning where they let me play metal. <laughs> what? Okay. They wouldn't let me play rap on on the country station. That wouldn't happen. But the thing was, they had I, we played so much. They had requests, and they can even say if you like a song, you can play it. Play it. So I had my own playlist. I would have gone, was on the radio station and everything. So it was actually a really cool job and actually got me into country music at the time. But anyway, I think I'm digressing. Didn't know you're a country <laughs> DJ. That's actually caught me yeah. off guard. Well, I was not a fan of country music. And so you didn't I would get just, into it? No, I would just make a playlist. And this is a long time ago. This is when Shania Twain first like got big. So I mean, her song, we had to play that shit over, over and over every day. It was like, got, it got annoying. But I, that's all I did. I just like, okay. You didn't like, man, you make me feel like a woman? Uh, No, that was before that. This was before that. This was that. Oh, this that, is underground she, Shania Twain. Like, like she went, like, there was that rap song. Like, she kind of rapped and shit. You know? I remember that one. Like, any man of mine go to something. Oh, with that song. Yeah, that that one. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Yeah. So, like, I would just, yeah, I would just basically make a playlist of all the most requested shit. And that's, you know, and I just let that play. You know, okay. Because <laughs> well, I didn't you know you had it. a dedicated playlist where you would play and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, you got requests and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, and I like wrote. I had to like write news stories and shit, little news bl- uh, blurbs and shit like that. And I I did all kinds of shit around there. Answered phones, but I would also have to go on air and you know do the weather and well, request My only job promo was to shit. spin records. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe call out the traffic report. That was about it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, where was I going with that now? Okay, so like I said, I've been listening to country music all week, but it's a very specific song I'm listening to. The name of the song is Old Town Road. And the thing is, the song is actually by a rapper, not even by a country song, a country singer. It's a rapper named uh, Lil Nas X. Oh, I was going to say Uncle Cracker or something. (laughs) (laughs) Not Uncle Cracker. Uh, That was was after I got out of of country music. But (laughs) we got Lil Nas X, and he decided to make a remix and put Billy Ray Cyrus on it. Okay. Okay. So this song became the number one song in, in country music, you know, like out of nowhere. Bam. It hit the top of the charts because everybody was playing on country music. However, when the radio stations found out he was a rapper from Atlanta, they removed him immediately. They were like, well, we can't have that. Oh, really? Well, what the fuck? Man? Yeah. They, well, it's happened before. I'm going to get into that in a second. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So they found out Lil Nas X was a, a, a basically a, a gangster rapper from Atlanta. That made a country, basically made a country song parody, basically. Okay. Yeah, it was like a real country song, but he just was kind of making fun of country music if you like really listen to the lyrics, you know. Oh, so okay. they took him off. But the thing was, just because you took him off, that means the song got popularity and got played on every other station. R and B, rap, pop, whatever. It's everywhere. Especially with Billy Ray Cyrus on it. It made it even blow up even bigger. So 
it's not on the country song a country charts anymore however like a couple weeks a couple days ago it broke the record for the most streamed song on the internet ever like really? Drake and Cardi B's record, or whoever the fuck else is out there. So now he has the most streamed song of all time. It's a country song. It's a country rap song, if it makes any sense. Kind of like that the Shania Twain song. Yeah, she was kind. She was kind of like rapping. And that's the thing about country music. <laughs> country music does like if you really listen to country music, like me and Eli do. Not you listeners. <laughs> We're country music <laughs> aficionados. But yes, country music does take you know inspiration from other genres. Oh man, did you hear ever hear that song Honky Tonk Badonka Dunk? I did not. I did oh, hear Tequila Make well, Her Clothes Fall Off. No. Oh well it's 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 a big pile of suckola, what I'm saying, but yeah. But go <laughs> piggybacking what you were saying about borrowing from genres. Yeah, honky tonk badonka dunk. That that's a that exists. Okay. It, it, it shouldn't, but it does. <laughs> right. Because the thing is a lot of country music a lot of country singers want to branch out into pop music. So they would uh, do things like that to, okay, maybe if I do this. They, but they can't have a rapper on there. You know, they can't have an actual R&B artist on You can't have a black person on a country song, basically. What about that one black dude that was singing country? They'll let one guy in. What, something Charlie about, Pride? I don't know his name. It was, that was, about, a, that was actually a popular country, a black country singer. I, I'm not going to say popular. He had, like, one popular song. His name was Cowboy Troy. Yeah, something about playing chicken with a train or some shit. I think that was that guy. But the thing was, he didn't reveal himself that he was a black country singer to like like a, a two minutes into the song. Oh. So before it was just like white people just line dance and stuff like that. And then he popped out. And I promise you, when he popped out, it's like the song just stopped. I'm like, wait, what? And they called the cops and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> so as you can imagine, that was his last song. <laughs> So, yeah, stuff like that happens. But, yeah, you get country singers. They will take uh, inspiration uh, from other genres, bring it into there, but they don't take too much in there. They don't want to go too far to that level. You know, But and it's happened before. Uh, have you ever heard of a rapper named Nelly? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Okay, Nelly was a big thing. Nelly was a big yeah. thing back 2005. Yeah, he, made yeah. he made oh, a country song. He made a country song with uh, Tim McGraw. I don't know if you know Tim McGraw. But, I, 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 I Okay, so they made a country song together uh, over and over again. They made it like a country slash hip hop song, and it was on the top. They didn't even it didn't even make it to the top chart or pop charts. They just banned that shit. Like, no, you're not playing that here. <laughs> you know? So that's it. So that song died. There was a but. There's different between what happened in 2005 versus 2019. So the radios pretty much dominated what you listened to, what you didn't listen to. So if you couldn't get radio play, your song didn't. Nobody heard your song. Now, however, in 2019, the radio no longer holds all the cards. The music can get out there to anybody they want to get out there. So this new guy named Lil Nas X, okay, country music won't play his song? That's fine. Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Tidal. You can get the music anywhere you want to. It's on their playlist, and they're more popular right now than the radio. So the radio can do whatever the fuck they want to do. The music is going to get out there regardless. And that's an awesome time we're living in right now, Eli. Yeah, yeah. Music is out there. It's pretty cool. So, yeah. Like I said, when, when this podcast is on, I'm going to go back and listen to the song again. <laughs> there are so many uh, viral videos going around about black people uh, line dancing to it. <laughs> cowboy hats and, and cowboy boots and spurs. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, okay. So now, let's talk about something that you want to talk about. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. So, 
before we get into that, no, nah, I'm gonna just jump right into it. Okay, so for those that have been listening, obviously the entire world just stopped on Sunday night because it was the season premiere of Game of Thrones. Oh, we're talking about that. We're talking about that. I thought we were gonna talk about Star Wars. Okay. Oh okay. no, well, I, I want to talk about, about Star Wars too. Okay, <laughs> it's not just your thing. I can want it too. All right. Okay, well let's talk about Game of Thrones right now. Like like I said, you can. You, obviously, when you start talking, you're gonna start talking Spanish to me, so that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, how far do you want to talk? With, like, you go as far okay. as you down the rabbit hole you want to go, but before you go there, I want to go there myself. Now, one thing about Game of Thrones is that Eli, I don't understand why people get so offended when you tell people you don't watch Game of Thrones. I, I don't know. I don't know why people get. I know, I know a bunch of people that that don't watch it. Right, but it's like whenever you say that, people get mad at you and offended at you and, and look at you like you're weird or something. I'm like, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I didn't say it was a bad show. I don't know if it's a bad show because i never seen it. I mean, hell, I don't even have cable. So I'm not going to stop everything I'm doing and just watch Game of Thrones. Plus, why should I even watch it when my timeline on social media spoils every single second for me? Oh, that guy died. Oh, that guy slept with his sister. Oh, look at that dragon ate that guy. I know everything that fucking happens and don't even watch the show. Yeah, but you don't see any of the tits. And they got Pornhub. And ass. I can always watch this shit later on Pornhub. And, and pussy. Yeah. And, and dick. It's, it's got something for everybody. It's trending on Pornhub. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch it one way or another. <laughs> so, But that's my thing about it. And then I've even had somebody call me a fake nerd because of that. I'm not a real nerd. Oh, really? Yeah. Nah, fuck that shit. No, Game of Thrones is like Lord of the Rings for hipsters. I got me. That's the thing. Okay, so I'm I'm not a real nerd because I don't watch Game of Thrones. So that means all those hours of comic books I've read, all those thousand dollars I spent in the comic shop, all the video games I bought, all the Star Wars movies I bought, all these other sci-fi products and stuff I want. Fuck all that, because I don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, fuck that. So I'm just a fake nerd guy, or whatever. You know, I'm just doing this just to impress people. Well, you are you're you're not into like swords and dragons and shit. You said that. I'm not. I'm not into that yeah. shit. Yeah. And so I don't. Know, I don't get it, man. I don't. I don't. And here's my other thing about that. Okay, I say I don't watch, you know, Game of Thrones. I just said I don't watch it. That's all. I don't say. It. But at the same time, every time a Star Wars movie come out, you got these assholes on social media will gladly brag with great yeah. pride and great honor. <laughs> I've never seen Star Wars before. I don't even know what a Star Wars is. What is that little green Kermit the Frog looking thing? I don't know. What the fuck is a lightsaber? And they're just happy to brag about their ignorance. Yeah, you know, it's in, it's in thing. It's like yeah, it's like they're rebelling. Right. Like, yeah. They, they think it's edgy to not know some shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I get it. You don't watch Star Wars. Why do you got to keep bragging about that shit? You know, mm-hmm. why are you so happy to admit that shit? <laughs> Look at you fucking nerds. Look at Star Wars. I'm cool. I don't watch Star Wars. Fuck you. I grew up on that shit. Yeah. So yeah, you can. Ins- I watch Game of Thrones though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the same shit. Like, all fast. Of uh, uh, sword and sorcery, fantasy bullshit. Ones in space. Ones on in Europe or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So that's the thing I don't get, man. You 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 get mad at me because I just said I don't watch, and I don't even voluntarily admit this shit. I don't go around bragging. <laughs> I don't watch Game of Thrones. I just do that anytime somebody tag me in some bullshit with Game of Thrones. Ooh, check out what happened last night, Leroy. I don't watch the show. What the, who the fuck are you? I'm like, I don't watch the show. Don't tag me in Game of Thrones shit, you know? So, yeah, so I don't get it. And these people keep bragging about Star Wars and keep bragging about these. And you got people bragging about they don't watch Marvel movies. <laughs> I've never seen a Marvel movie before. Okay, yeah. I don't give a fuck. 
My sister never seen Marvel movies, but she watches Game of Thrones. Right, but I don't get offended <laughs> about it. Okay, you just yeah. don't watch it. And, yeah, and she never seen Lord of the Rings either, but she watches Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> like I said, that Game of Thrones is like fucking pop fucking nerd shit. That's you know I mean? the thing I don't get, man. It's just like if, if you don't watch it, you don't have to attack somebody just because they don't watch the show. Yeah. So. Something something real nerds. Well, yeah, nerd. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll take that back. Do I nerds. get offended because nobody yeah. ever read a comic book before? No. Because <laughs> no. <laughs> you're not expected. No, no, no. Eli, you and I know, you know some people do. You oh, go yeah. to one of these Marvel movies and you know the person never picked up a comic book a day in their life. You know the people that get offended over that shit. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to go there. Those are those are pretty much our listeners. So, <laughs> I don't want to offend the the two that we still have left. Yeah, yeah, y'all good. Yeah, both of you. <laughs> All right, so Eli, give me a review of Go Game of Thrones while I go smoke a cigarette. Uh, Game of Thrones, it was cool. <laughs> okay, I thought you were gonna go deeper into like the Kardashians killed the. Sagittarians or something. I don't know. I thought. You were uh, well, let's see what happened. It was a, a season premiere. Um, the big reveal: Jon Snow found out that you know he's fucking his aunt Daenerys. That was revealed to him, and like, oh shit! The hot so, one, right? <laughs> High five! <laughs> you know, um, and basically, the, there's tension brewing between. You know, Daenerys has basically taken over the North. She brought her army and her dragons to fight the White Walkers, which are the snow zombies. And um, and so she's basically asking everybody, you know, hey, I'm, I'm queen now, motherfuckers. You got to bow to me and shit. But that 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 causes tension, particularly between Sansa, Jon Snow's sister, who's also heir to the Stark throne. Yeah, I'm going deep, yo. I blame me, Gustav. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, uh, so there's tension there, um, and the White Walkers are coming. They're they've they've uh, they've busted down the Great Wall. They're they're invading now. The whole army of the dead are coming. They got they killed one of the dragons, and you got a fucking zombie dragon now, which is fucking awesome. You know, just that just zombie dragon. Enough said. Okay, <laughs> sold me on that. So so shits shit, and this is like I said, this is the last season. We've waited almost 10 years for this shit to finally start happening, and I'm stoked. Um, uh, I think my favorite scene, Arya, little Arya Stark, she's one of my favorite characters, and her, there's a meeting, well, there was a touching scene where she, you know, she reunites with Jon Snow, her long-lost brother, so that was very touching, Um, but also the Hound, this fucking knight, um... Who killed like her friend and like she she used to serve the, the evil queen and she or the hound this big asshole knight served the evil evil queen and then they went desert uh de- he deserted her but then he was running around with Arya for a while and then he left her to die by uh what's her face Brienne of Brienne uh, uh she played Captain Phasma in, in in the Star Wars movies she she fucked the hound up and um and then Arya left him for dead so. They reunited last night. You know, the big giant knight dude with the fucked up face. He sees Arya, little little girl who's a badass now. You know, and they had some words. It's like, you left me to die. She goes, yeah, I robbed you first. <laughs> he goes, he goes, you really are a cold little bitch. But I guess you have to be because you're still alive. And then kind of smirks at her and walks away. So it was fun. It was a really cool scene. 
<laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I've been waiting for this. It's been like almost two years. That's yeah, it's I been about, about it, two I just years. Know, I just know my yeah. timeline used to do, always talk about Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Like for two years, it just went silent. I'm like, oh. yeah, it's been two years since the last season, and this is the last season. So it all comes down to this. So, <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Awesome. Game of Thrones. Nothing you said made any sense to me, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it will make sense to somebody else. Yeah, tits, dude. You'll like the tits. Tits. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, the chick from Fast and the Fierce is on there naked. So, that, oh yeah, she's that's sort naked. of selling yeah. me on it. She's naked. Okay. Yeah, she's in there. Okay. And plus, I, okay, I looked it up. Like I said, I don't have cable, but I did look up the price of HBO now or HBO Gold, whatever the hell they're calling it now. Fifteen dollars a month. I'm like, ooh, I don't know. But at least I can watch it for a month and like stream and, and maybe binge watch the whole thing. Then you know, maybe I can do it. Hey, well, I, I did got, the office in like a week, so I, I got the that. Fire Stick, um, the Amazon Fire Stick, which and I do the uh, the Directv app, which basically gives me cable. Yeah, so for like thing is, forty bucks a month, it's like, and that includes HBO. <laughs> So oh. it's like forty bucks a month with HBO. Okay, me. and it includes HBO in it also. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. Like there's there's different packages. Yeah, you know, you can add on different things and shit. Because I think that's what I do. Just pay fifteen dollars for like one month. You know, binge watch the hell out of Game of Thrones as much as I can, and then kind of maybe I don't. know. I'm saying this shit, but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm yeah. just theoretically saying what I could do. So, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I, I some, maybe sometimes I do want to be invited to the party. You know, it's it's the cool shit going on right now. <laughs> so, I want to be cool. You know, you got uh, yeah yeah it's a, yeah. It's seven seasons, eight seasons now. It's it's a lot. <laughs> yo, I've been watched the Office entire series in a week. I can do Game of Thrones easily. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> okay, so that being said, can we actually move into the podcast? We haven't even gotten to the podcast yet. Yeah. Okay. We were just yeah. talking about just like, what. I guess Game of Thrones kind of count, but it doesn't count for me. But whatever. Let's actually get into the podcast. This is where we actually talk about the box office numbers. And we got a lot of stuff to break down here right now. So, uh, Eli, give it to me. What was the number one movie of the week? Was it Shazam again, I heard? It was Shazam again. Okay. So, yeah. Now, before we get into the other uh, news, we're going to talk about Shazam just for a second. Because, like I said, it's doing it again. Not doing the, It's doing decent numbers, but it's probably going to probably be in the lowest grossing DCEU movie there is. However, The Rock actually came out with an Instagram post congratulating Shazam. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know what the hell The Rock got to do with this movie, I will tell you. Anybody that actually watched the movie, they would notice that one of the executive producers was named Dwayne Johnson. So Dwayne Johnson actually put money up for the movie. He actually helped finance the movie to get it made. Uh, and he was supposed to be in the movie to begin with. And for those who don't know, he was supposed to be in Black Adam. He's been playing Black Adam for like 10 years or something like that. They signed him a long time ago. They basically gave him a choice to play either Shazam or Black Adam. He decided to do Black Adam. He was going to put himself in Shazam at first. He didn't like the script. He didn't like the way the direction of the movie was going. Didn't like the director. So he said, take me out of the movie. You know, I have to make my own movie. So, <laughs> so he's going, he saw Shazam, congratulated Shazam for everything he's doing. However, he did say he's going to start shooting the Black Adam movie next year. So okay. it's just going to be just him. So I, 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 I kind of see that. He didn't want to play second fiddle to Shazam. And plus, with the way the DCEU was going, he was like, eh, let me step back and see what you guys do first. I don't want to be Ben Affleck, you know. Yeah. And so he wanted, he basically wanted to make sure Suzanne was a good movie first before he okay. committed to this shit, which I don't blame him. 
you know. Yeah. Make sure they get this shit together, then jump in. So yeah, so they're gonna make a Black Adam movie. It's gonna be weird. You're gonna have another Shazam movie, but his movie's gonna be much darker. You know, he's gonna be a slave, and you know, he's gonna rise up because he got the power of whatever. You know, and for for people that want to mention, I don't know if we noticed it. They just like briefly mentioned Black Adam. They didn't say him by his name, but you can tell they made a brief mention to Black Adam in the movies. So yeah, Black Adams looks like it's gonna be the next on the DCEU slate. So that's cranking these movies out now. So there you go. Yeah, let me say it now. Number two. Now I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna give you a choice, Eli. Which one was number two? Was it Hellboy or was it Little? I don't even know what Little is, but I don't think Hellboy. I heard Hellboy bomb. So yeah, it was Little. <laughs> <laughs> now let me. Now I'm gonna give you. Now here's the thing. I saw Little. You saw Hellboy. Okay. So I'm going to give a review of Little first. I'm going to just go through as fast as possible. So Little, now remember we talked about Shazam. Shazam was about a story about a little boy that grew up to be big. Okay. Okay. Little is about a story about a grown woman that went little. Okay. It's, it's a black movie. <laughs> Chick -chick. I thought it was like a fucking cartoon or some shit, like a Pixar movie. No, <laughs> no. It, it's, it's, a, it's a black chick flick. That's what it is. Oh, okay. So you exactly know what it was. It's basically she's this grown executive. Somebody put a magic spell on her. She turned to a little girl, but she still had to run her business while she was a little girl oh, and stuff like that. Is so. that the movie where? Uh... Oh no, I'm thinking of what women want. Okay, um, that's what I was. You're 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 lukewarm. Yeah, <laughs> you're in <laughs> the ballpark, but no, yeah. it's not. basically the same the same demographic that would go see that movie went to go see this movie. So obviously, you know, I was drugged to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to see Hellboy. Fuck Hellboy. <laughs> so yeah, so I went to go see this movie. Basically, one of the selling features, uh, selling points of this movie was the little girl in the movie. The little girl was executive. She's the youngest executive producer of any movie ever in Hollywood. Oh yeah. So you ever heard of a show called Blackish? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so she's the little girl on Blackish. Okay. Not the one going to college, like the little one, the youngest one. Okay. So this is her movie. So she's oh, a no producer, shit. main actress, all the stuff up, and yeah, that's the movie. So, yeah, the movie was bad. That's, it was bad? It was bad, like really bad. Not okay. like Michael not, Jackson bad. Not, not like Michael Jackson bad. No, it was bad, bad. <laughs> like Clockwork Orange, you know, open your eyes and watch this shit bad. <laughs> and it wasn't a performance. Like, like I said, I didn't make the connection that the little girl was from Blackish. And plus... Like I said, the first time, I don't watch Blackest like I should. I'm sorry. I heard him hand him a black card, but I just don't watch the show. But I remember her like she was first on the show, but looking at her now versus what she looked like then. She's older, so I didn't recognize her. But from what she was doing, she's a pretty good actress. I, I feel like she's going to be somebody, you know, later on down the road. Every other actress, uh, the girl from the HBO show Insecure, she was in there. Good actress. So it was a bunch of good actors in there. The point was the story had no point to it. You ever watch a movie and it's just like nothing's happening? Yeah, yeah. That's what this was. <laughs> Nothing was happening. There was no point. Even at the end of the movie when she went, she was grown, went little, then went back grown, she learned nothing. She was still the same asshole she was when she was at the beginning of the movie. So I'm like, so this movie was fucking pointless. <laughs> but at the same time, I do feel like I had to support. But honestly, Eli, I, I got to give credit to Tyler Perry. I always trash Tyler Perry. But at the same time, you watch movies like these and you realize that it could be worse. Because <laughs> <laughs> at least the Tyler Perry movies, I do enjoy them, even though I'm like, I'm suffering through them. But at least there's some chuckles here and there. But then when you see somebody trying to do what Tyler Perry does and they're not as good as him. 
that's what this is. It's like, okay, okay, I'm sorry, Tyler Perry. I, I will gladly pay money you as long as we don't get more shit like this. <laughs> so, yeah, overall, I get the movie 2.5 out of 5. That's what I get it. Oh, wow. But I'm glad I supported her, the little girl. I do, I do want her to succeed. So, yeah. Bye, okay, Black. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, number three, Hellboy. Uh, I know you want to give you a review on that. It was number three? Yeah. I thought it would be worse. No, it was number three, even though it's still pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Oh, am I reviewing it? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm going to let you take the floor. Well, you know, despite of all the, you know, everyone's shit all over this movie. Honestly, that's the reason I didn't go watch it. I love watching right in the middle. I'm like, yep, never mind. Yeah, I, but hey, I liked it. You know, I liked it a lot. So, um, you know, what that... What that means for everybody else, probably nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, this was a campy monster movie, you know. Um, it it, it I, I know the comic book movie genre is very saturated, and you know uh, Marvel is owning the market right now on that. So I think people might be expecting you know comic book movies to be a certain caliber. But hey, like. Like comic book movies and comic books, you have indie comics. You know, you have your Marvel and DC that sell outsell everybody, and then you have the indie comic books that, uh, you know, don't sell as much but are more, you know, hardcore and have more content you would not see in the big two. Right, and they have and that's hardcore what, fan base also. Yeah, that's what this is for. This is R-rated, bloody, gory violence. That I, I was like, wow. The gore was like really su- surprised me, like bloody gore, over the top. It was like Army of Darkness, you know, just stupid, gory fun, just dumb, campy. It's campy. It's Jason of the Argonauts. You know what I mean? It's sin. It's a Sinbad movie. You know what I mean? You know, it's it's like I said, Army of Darkness, Slither. It's it's a stupid horror comedy, and I had fun with it. I enjoyed it. For what it was, I went in knowing that it was. I after watching the 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 second trailer, I realized what they were going for. They were going for over the top camp, you know, right. a, a B movie, and that's exactly what this was. This was the anti Marvel movie, you know. So everything you're not going to see in Marvel, you got to see in this one, uh, and it's and I like Hellboy. I'm a Hellboy fan. I had read a lot of Hellboy. This comic. Uh, the comic book was based on, you know, the movie this ba- was based on is actually very close to it, you know. Um, so, yeah, it had a lot of Easter eggs. Um, I didn't. I, I guess there was a there was there was two after credit scenes. I missed the second one. I didn't think there was going to be a uh, a second one. I did see one of them. You know, Lobster Johnson was in it. He's a comic book character. Um, they re- referenced Abe Sapien. Um, yeah, I mean, like I'm saying, it was just a lot of fun. I, I know people, I was bummed out. I loved the original Hellboy movies, Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman. You know, um, I love those movies. I'm bummed out that they never got to finish that trilogy. Right. You know, but I'm sick of people saying, oh, I'm not going to see this new one because Guillermo del Toro didn't get to fucking do it. And I, like, and I no. think that's why the Rotten Tomato score was so low because they were comparing it to the yeah. del, uh, del Toro yeah. movie. And for everybody doing that, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Because if you wanted to, if you wanted to see the third Hellboy movie, well, then you should have saw the first fucking two because right. those bombed. You know, 
Nobody went and saw those fucking movies, which is the reason why he didn't get to make the third one. Right. So shut the fuck up. Quit bitching. <laughs> you know, I went to a cop. I went to a horror convention a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Doug Jones was there. The guy who plays Abe Sapien. Right. And, and he also was, Silver Surfer from uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, he was there. I watched his panel, and they were talking about the Hellboy 3. Are they making Hellboy 3? And he's like, well, yeah, Guillermo wants to. He's got a script. He's ready to do it. But, you know, the studio doesn't want to give him the budget because they've given him the budgets before, and his movie's bombed. Right. So everybody, go see. please go see Crimson Peak. Please go see Pacific Rim. You know, if you want to see this Hellboy 3 – you need to fucking support his movies. Well, nobody did. And now that he won an Oscar, now they're all over his I'll dick. I'll be honest with you, I never even heard of Crimson Peak. Yeah, that's his ghost story, you know? Okay. But, um, but yeah, I mean, everyone bitching. I mean, it, it's it's just stupid, you know? Everyone saw, you know, Hellboy 2 bombed. Yeah. It was, it was released a week before The Dark Knight. You know? Right. <laughs> and then, like, and like, a month before that, it was, like, Hulk and Iron Man and shit like that. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, Hellboy 2 bombed and The Dark Knight, you know, made history and all that shit. But I think people are looking at this is like Punisher Warzone. Yeah. You know, it's just stupid fun. Right. Exploitation. At the same time, Punisher fun. Warzone was like catered to a specific audience. It wasn't made to be, you know, a, a wide billion dollar movie. It was like for the fans of this character, it's made for them. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's what that's like. You know, everyone expected Punisher Warzone to be this great you know, high piece of, you know, highbrow art the way Dark Knight was. Right. I know. It's it's just the Punisher doing Punisher shit. It's exploitation action. Just just like this movie. This is a B monster movie. Okay. You know, if if you if you can't grasp that idea, then you're probably not gonna like it. You know? <laughs> so and that's fine. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I I was able to I know the lore. I know the comic books. So I was able to follow along. I could see people, you know, not getting into it because it's kind of cr- like the way Aquaman was kind of crammed with a lot of shit. Right. You know, I can see that it's kind of similar, but because I enjoy the character, I like Hellboy as a character. I like the comics. I was able to follow along. I had no trouble. I had no trouble. So if you, if you don't know the comics, that ain't my fault. So mm-hmm. I had a good time. So I don't care. <laughs> okay. So, so Yeah. But everybody says it sucks. So what was that? <laughs> okay. All right. So give me give me a score. You got to slap a score on it. I got it. Four out of five. I mean, I thought it was a little anticlimactic, mm-hmm. you know, um, since the you know spoilers, you know, Nimue in the comics, she turns into this big giant monster, you know, dragon monster and shit at the end of, in in the comic books. She doesn't do that in this one. So that that was a little disappointing. But other than that, it, like I said, it was. Fun, just stupid, stupid, campy Godzilla shit, you know, monsters fighting monsters. I mean, just the concept is stupid, you know, (laughs) you know, so if you can't, you know, it's just the concept of Hellboy, the son of the demon, the son of death of the devil comes to earth and fights monsters. If you're not, if that doesn't turn you off, you know, if that doesn't, you know, pique your interest and you're probably not going to like it. So, you know, so yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hellboy, four to five. So, sounds pretty interesting. Uh, we're going to keep going. We got number four. We got Pet Cemetery. We got number five. We got Dumbo. We got number six, Captain Marvel, still hanging in there. Seven, Us. Uh, number eight, After 2019, whatever the fuck it is. Nine, Missing Link. Ooh, that was that movie debuted also. So, that, that movie bombed. 
whatever that is. Oh, that's that cartoon about Bigfoot or something? Yep, that's the one. Yeah. And number 10, The Best of Enemies. So, yeah, so that's what we got. Uh, box office, pretty much the calm before the storm because next week nothing really comes out this week. So pretty much going to be Shazam again. And Probably. next week you know what comes out after that. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's big boy time then. So. <laughs> We'll see what happens then, but yeah, it's going to be Avengers. Hopefully, they don't drop any more trailers, any more spoilers, any more clips, any more trailers, any more teasers. Nothing. Don't do anything, Marvel. Just, I mean, you've already sold out everywhere in the country and on the planet. You don't have to sell us on this movie anymore. Yeah. That's my thing. But, <laughs> but like I said, Disney has been making more news all over this week, and it hadn't been nothing, and it's nothing to do with Marvel. Which for change, uh, actually they finally had this. What it was like this summit, this conference or something they had. I can't remember. It was something. Anyway, they announced a new streaming service. Okay, yeah. They announced a new streaming service. A new streaming service is going to be called Disney Plus, and they are even announced a price with it already. It's going to be six ninety nine a month, which is insane. But the, all mm-hmm. the stuff they said they're going to launch at, you know, at uh at launch time. So right now Disney Plus consists of, of course, Disney, Pixar, Marvel. Star Wars and National Ge- Geographic. Now, why does National Geographic sound so weird? Because that was owned by Fox, but now oh, Disney owns it. So, okay. Yeah, so that's the thing. And they said Disney Plus at launch will have every single Simpson episode ever made on there at launch. So, okay. For some people, that say it might be worth it for that alone. You know, that's cool. Of course, you know all every Marvel's gonna movie is gonna be on there. Every Disney movie is gonna be on there. Every Star Wars movie is gonna be with this. It didn't say at launch. They said by the end of the year, every like all the first six Star Wars movies will all be on there. And I'm sure the Clone Wars, because I don't know if anybody noticed, the Clone Wars are no longer on Netflix. Eventually, the, everything's going away from Netflix. Like all the Disney stuff, yeah. you're just going to see it just trickle away from there. So like I said, Black Panther's on there right now. I think Infinity War is on there. All this stuff's going to go away. All those Pixar movies, it's, it's going to slowly go away from there. So Yeah. And... The funny thing is, the moment that Disney announced this streaming service, I think their stock went up 10 points, and Netflix went down 3 points. Because uh. it's getting harder and harder to justify Netflix now. You got so much stuff out there. you like, okay, all the Netflix, Marvel, like, no Punisher, no Daredevil. Like, why am I here? Even the stuff that I did, like, now it's gone. Why am I here? You know, I guess you got some original stuff on there, but Netflix has to figure something out. Because Disney's coming. They got more stuff coming coming with them. Yeah, they better hold on to that Stranger Things and yeah. what else is on there? Black Mirror, or whatever. Like, um, still Umbrella Academy. You know, you got all this yeah. stuff there. Yeah, shit like that. I mean, they had the Marvel shows, but now they now don't. all of those are dead. So <laughs> yeah, and not only that, they're gonna bring more. Uh, Disney Plus is also bringing original content to their streaming service now. I'm going to let you go, but before I let you go, Eli, I want to say the stuff I got to say first because I want to say the Marvel stuff they have coming out first. So, yeah. like I said, they got uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, got their own buddy cop drama coming out. I guess they fight to the death, the winner becomes Captain America. I don't know. So, that's that. Uh, Hawkeye has his own show uh, okay. with Jeremy Renner. Uh, I think I saw some nice stuff. They're basically saying he's going to be training his replacement. You know, that Kate Bishop girl or whatever. Okay. I think yeah, they said yeah. that's the show. I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm wondering how much will they – curb or borrow from the Matt Fraction comic. Probably less than 0%, but, you know, I'm hopeful. Oh, and not only that, we have a romantic comedy road trip 
show with uh, Wand and Vision. It's going to be a romantic comedy? I don't know. I just made this shit up. <laughs> well, don't, because then that like totally like doesn't interest me. At all. It would interest me. I want to see that. Look, she's living at home with her battery-operated boyfriend. I want to see how they make it work. It's gonna be like that show, Small Wonder. I was just gonna say the Small Wonder exactly. Like, oh <laughs> no! <laughs> oh you. So yeah, yeah, they have like next door neighbors across the street. <laughs> Where are my pants? <laughs> Come on, tell me that doesn't interest you. Let me be a writer on WandaVision. <laughs> I can do what they did with Small One. Just take a, a pound of cocaine and make a TV show about a girl robot. No, Vision can't drink water. <laughs> Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> this show's going to be nothing like this, Eli. You're killing my expectations now. <laughs> So, yeah, that's all the Marvel shows they have coming out. And here's the thing now. A lot of you is wondering, like, why should I be excited for these Marvel shows? Didn't Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. do this shit? And didn't Netflix shows do this shit? And none of that shit was, uh, you know, really tied into the movies? Well, this is a different scenario. See, Kevin Feige runs the movie side. As far as the TV side, he had no say-so or even care about what they did on the side. So he didn't care what netflix did what agents of shield did or what agent carter did that's somebody else running that shit however these shows since they're on the disney plus they're completely under his supervision so they're going to be tied directly into the movie whatever happens these shows will affect the movies and vice versa so it's not going to be agents of shield is just over here and we're just gonna pretend like that don't exist no it's not that this this is a, this is a thing so so might want to pay attention to those shows because it will you know affect that so like i said I said the Marvel side of it, Eli. Now, I'm going to hand it over to you. Now, I don't want you to get too deep. I just been talking about just one specific show on the Star Wars side that they're coming out with. Well, which one? There's the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can talk about both. I okay. thought there was only one, but apparently there's two. That's how much I've been paying attention. Well, they're finally finishing the Clone Wars, which is cool. Which is, like I said, the Clone Wars is no longer on Netflix, which kind of bums me out because I was, like, always watching that shit. I think they took Clone Wars off Netflix, like, a while ago. No, like, quite, no, it's been a couple weeks now. Okay, okay. Um, you know, we had another snow day this week, and uh, I went to, you know, my kid was home, and that's one of her shows she likes watching. You know, she likes the sword fights and shit and lightsabers. And it's like, damn, there's no Clone Wars. Damn it. Oh, well. So, um, but yeah, they're finishing, they're, they're, they're getting to finish, uh, the Clone Wars, Filoni's in charge again. Um, and then also the Mandalorian, which, holy shit, that, that might be the fucking thing I'm most excited about all year. Actors, <laughs> I watched the panel and I watched the leaked footage. I didn't give a fuck. I watched the leaked footage. Holy fuck. My dick is so hard for that shit right now. <laughs> Yeah, Carl Weathers plays some gangster. Carl Weathers? Yep. Apollo Creed? <laughs> yep, he's okay. on there. He was on the panel. Gina Carano, ex-MMA fighter. She was in Deadpool. Uh, she's going to be on there as like a, a ex-rebel shock trooper turned bounty hunter and shit. It showed her, you know, getting down with a big-ass laser gun and shit. Uh, yeah, um, it showed like uh, footage. It showed, uh, you know, behind-the-scenes footage. Uh, some clips, and then they had like a couple of scenes, like actual um, a preview of the show. 
mm-hmm. where you know he he you know the the man it's confirmed it's not Boba Fett or they're not you know it, it's not supposed to be Boba Fett it's just a Mandalorian gunslinger badass bounty hunter and, and I'm fine dude. with that I'm fine yeah, with yeah like a western like a man with no name going down to you know just doing dirt you know scum and villainy shit the Mandalorian with no name yeah That's and he goes is. yeah. Yeah, he goes to meet Carl Weathers, and he said, "I got a job for you, and go meet this dude." Then he go he goes and meets Werner Herzog, you know, Madman director Werner Herzog, Fitzcarraldo, okay. you know, Agar the Wrath of God, nutty fucking, you know, the guy who made Grizzly Man, the guy who got eaten by the bear and shit. <laughs> okay, that dude, he plays some fucking space gangster, and he has a bunch of stormtroopers like got his back and shit. And I was like, holy fuck. I never knew how much I needed Werner Herzog in the Star Wars universe until I saw that. <laughs> I didn't they like, say it was going to be like a different director every episode? Yeah, they got Taiki Waititi directing. They got John Favreau running the show. Dave Filoni is uh, directing, uh, gets the, it's, it'll be his first live action directing besides, you know, because he did the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. the cartoon and shit. So, yeah, there's a bunch of directors they got uh, directing each episode. But it just showed footage and holy fuck. It showed like uh, an IG-88 doing like shooting and shit and, uh, you know, the Mandalorian riding a do-back, you know, those big giant lizards and shit, fucking Mm. speeder bike chases. It just looks fucking cool. I was like, holy fuck, this is what I've been waiting for, to branching out of the Star Wars universe. You know what I'm saying? Getting to see other the other side, you know. So, yeah, it looks fucking dope. And they got me sold. I'm getting Disney+. Plus. Just for that. <laughs> so you're sold already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll watch WandaVision too. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We hyped it up so much. It might, it might lower your expectations. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it sounds awesome. So that's all the Disney Plus stuff coming out, plus National Geographic and stuff like that. So that being said, there was another panel. But, let you know what, let's just jump into it. Let's jump into it. Mm-hmm. The trailer. Star Wars. Yeah. They yep. finally announced it. Rise of Skywalker. Oh, uh, yeah, Eli, what, what'd you think about it? Um, like I said, my my dick's been hard all weekend. <laughs> okay. You I'm might, a Star Wars, I'm in the bag for, for this that, shit. But, you know. Yeah, the Star Wars Celebration. It yeah. was in Chicago. That's like seven hours away from me. I wanted to go. I looked at the tickets, fucking sold out. Whole weekend. So, I was going to use, and it was happening right around tax season. But yeah. then... It sold out, and then, of course, some asshole in office fucked up my taxes. So I, I wasn't being able to afford to go anyways. But okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I wanted to go. Um, but, yeah, I, I, just, I sat and watched all the panels on YouTube all weekend and shit. So I'm excited. I, I, what do we want to do? We want to go through – you want to break it down or what? I don't know how much breakdown I can do. I mean, I watched like once or twice. I didn't like, you know, I watched the shit out freeze of it. frame it or I didn't I, freeze frame nothing, but I did watch it a bunch of times. I, I saw enough of it. I saw enough yeah. of it just to get a good, you know, get a good glimpse, glimpse of it. Uh, like I said, we, we know that Luke Skywalker was narrating the whole time. We knew he was coming back. I mean, he Mark Hamill confirmed it himself, you know, uh, Ray is back in her old, old get up or whatever. Yeah, jumping over the Tie Fighter. Yeah, we don't really know what they're fighting or are they training? We don't know that. Are they, yeah, that that's the thing. Could they be training? Could they be fighting? Who's Luke talking to? Is he talking to Ray? Is it a flashback where he's talking to fucking Kylo? 
Right. We don't know. It could be anybody he's talking know. to. I will say this. Uh, they show Poe. Is it me or did he look exactly like uh, Nathan Drake out of Uncharted? They said they're saying that, yeah, that they're they're comparing his outfit and shit. It 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 actually took me out of the trailer when I saw it. I was like, wait, am I is this Uncharted? I... <laughs> <laughs> so that's that thing. I don't know why they did that. That's cool. Uh, it, you know, it's cool that the whole game is together for the first time, like ever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because like two movies, like it, it was weird. Like you watched in the Last Jedi, and you know you see uh, Poe. And Ray shake hands. You're like, oh damn, they never met. Like that's, I suppose. Yeah, that's right? weird. Like, hey, how you doing? Like, okay, so this is weird. So this is the first time like the trio is is together again. So that's that's pretty interesting to have them all at one time. And it seems like they're the folk instead of like some you know old person in the show. Even though Lando Calrissian is back. Yeah. But it doesn't look like it's Lando Calrissian and everybody else. Like we're seeing like like Luke was the focal point in the last movie and Han was the focal point in this movie. It's just like Lando was just a person in there. Yeah, flying, flying the Millennium Falcon. Back in the, uh, Millennium Falcon. He's happy to be with it again. Yeah. Uh, He's wearing like the same the sh- outfit that Don Glover was wearing in Solo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that shot of Kylo Ren uh, stabbing the guy with the side blade of his... Yeah, yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. Stabbed right him with the thing and lifted him up and shit. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it makes you wonder, who is he fighting? Yeah. Who is he stabbing? So that's going to... Fucking, he's putting his mask back together and shit. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, speeder bike chases and um, what else was in there? Uh, of course, the the wreckage of the Death Star. That's and, what I was gonna add. That's what I ask you. Was that the yeah. Death Star at the end? Because it definitely yeah. looked like it. So yeah, they had the to be on Endor. That's what I was saying. Yeah, they, it probably crash landed on Endor. Yeah. They're in the wreckage, and people are freaking out. They're bringing back another Death Star. Like, no, it's the old one. It's, it's the, the old one. Obviously, something is in there. Yeah, um, and then of course. The laugh. The laugh. The laugh. Emperor Palpatine. It was nobody else but Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. And if you watch the panel, you know, they, they, they showed the trailer. They debuted the trailer. Everybody heard the laugh and went nuts. And then the lights came up. Mm-hmm. And Ian McDermott was on stage. The guy who plays Emperor Palpatine was right. on stage, lit up under a spotlight. And the crowd went nuts. And then he got on the mic. And in his emperor voice, he went, Roll it again. And, <laughs> Do and it. the crowd went. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I look fucking. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm sold. I mean, I I love the Last Jedi. I know it's the divisive movie, and me and Anthony started screaming at each other last night again because he hated it, and I didn't. And I'm excited for this movie. He's not. So. <laughs> Eli, I'm, I'm gonna just say I'm, I'm I feel like I'm I'm in the middle ground between you two because, like I said, you're sold on this movie. I'm not sold on this movie. I know there's sacrilegious and heresy to say that because, like I said, I grew up on I eat shit and bleed Star Wars just like every other nerd does. But I'm not sold on this movie. The, and I didn't even have a problem with Last Jedi. But here's my problem with this movie. I feel like, and I can feel it right now. This movie is reactionary. This movie is a, a group think, a group tank, or a focus test group, uh, basically taking out notes. Okay, what is every Star Wars fan bitching about? Okay, change it, do that. You know, oh, we got a big bag. Get Emperor Palpatine in there. Uh, make Ray a Snoke or a Kenobi or a Luke Skywalker, whatever the fuck we want to do. Bring in more lightsabers. Uh, anything the fans were bitching. Uh, strap a uh, some duct tape to Luke Skywalker's dick. And, and take out a whole fleet of an army just like that because that's what the fans want to see. 
And I think like every thing they're doing, they're just going to course correct and just give the fans what they want. Because the thing is, with Star Wars fans, they don't care whether it's a good movie or not. They could give, give a shit whether or not it's a good movie. All they want is what they came to see. Just give me what I want. You know? Because honestly, whatever you want to say about Last Jedi, Last Jedi was a good movie. I mean, cinematography-wise, pacing-wise, I feel like as a movie-wise, it's one of the better Star Wars movies. It just didn't do what a Star Wars fan want it to do. So that's why they was bitching the whole time about it. So this movie, J.J. Uh, JJ is back. He's going to give the fans what they want. Razor, whatever. Skywalker, whatever. Death Star is back. Palpatine is back. What else you want? It's here. Love me again. I'm sorry I fucked up, baby. I'm back. You know. Yeah, I don't think Ray. I think Ray is still nobody. And as far as the Skywalker, I don't think they're bringing anybody back. As far, I mean, Palpatine. Palpatine, yeah, Palpatine could be a Force ghost, but that's not unheard of in the Star Wars universe, and that actually makes sense. You know, I, I just have a feeling Eli Ray is going to be somebody. Now, I know the last movie said she's a nobody, and I'm fine with her being a nobody. But I feel like this movie is going to be reactionary and make her somebody, just because it's one of the things the fans are bitching about. Oh, she has to be somebody. She can be somebody, even though they kind of completely missed the point of what the movie was trying to say. Like you don't have to be tied to this or tied to that. The force or the chosen one could be anybody. It's not a you know a destiny, you know. And then, since they missed the point of that. She's gonna be somebody. She's gonna be related to this. I'm, somebody. Lando. I don't. I don't know. Shit. Well, Anthony had a nice, interesting idea, thinking that she might be, you know, that Palpatine might have created her in the same way he created Anakin, which uh, I thought well, that sounds pretty interesting. But um, it, it I doesn't. Don't know. But I could see them I, doing that. I don't think it's that far fetched. I and mean, just the title, Rise of Skywalker. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's a literal fucking uh, title. I think Skywalker is now an idea, which still coincides with the Last Jedi. The Last Jedi are done. The Jedi's ended. Skywalker, the legend of Luke, at the end of Last Jedi, all those kids in the stables talking about Luke, sparking the rebellion, sparking the hope. He's more of an ideal now. And that's what this is. That's what the title means. It's the rise of this new ideal. This new Skywalker is going to be synonymous with basically rebellion. Yeah, or or a philosophy. There's the Jedi are dead. They're going to be called Skywalker now. You know, it's a new way of the Force. And that, and Ray that, sound, that sounds bold, Eli. That sounds bold. And, that sounds like Rey, a risk. And Ray is the new. Ray is the new one. She's the first Skywalker. You, and this you're, new giving them, era. you're giving them too much hope, Eli. You're giving them too much hope. You you uh, you're saying they're going to take risk with this? They they did with the last move. They and look what happened. <laughs> That's my whole point. They took risks with the last movie, and look what happened. They bitch off a bunch of whiny fanboys that just want everything checked off their boxes that they brought in with the movie. Now, they're not. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think there's going to be no risk in this movie whatsoever. They're going to give you everything you've been bitching about for the last two years. They're going to give it to you. So you can love them again because they want to make money. That's the thing about George Lucas. George Lucas didn't give a fuck about and, and, and I hate to give him, I feel like I'm giving him credit, but I'm going to do this. He didn't give a fuck about focus testing or what should he do based on what the fans want. He made what the fuck he wanted to make. Love it, hate it, it was what he wanted to make. And we will never see anything like that again where one guy had that much power over one franchise. Or, or franchise that big. You will never see that again because Hollywood is too, is too big and too controlling 
that somebody has to put their input in. Even Kevin Feige doesn't have input like that. It's, it's a guy over him telling him what the fuck to do. You know. I don't know. They got you know Kelly Marie, Marie Tran was there. She's still in it. She was one of the biggest bitches or complaints. Not the biggest bitches, but the complaints <laughs> of the last movie. Right. And she's still there. She got a standing ovation. in the trailer. Yeah, but she got a standing ovation at the panel. She okay. started crying and everything. I mean, I think – I don't think they're focusing on the assholes. I think they're focusing on the people who still want to see it. I think Solo proved that, hey, people aren't going to see this shit. So let's focus on the people who are. You know, And that's why I think – I think, yeah. You know, I think they're going to stay true to the where they were going in the first place. You know, and as far as, you know, bringing Palpatine back, that it does make sense. If they're going to if they're going to stick with the Skywalker saga, then it would make sense that in some remnants that, yeah, Palpatine is the presence of Palpatine is still around. And Kylo Ren communing with his Sith, you know, ghost makes sense because he's the offspring of Anakin. So. I can see that, and that's not unheard of. I mean, in the Clone Wars, fucking Yoda spoke to the ghost of Darth Bane. In the comics, Darth Vader raised the ghost in uh, to to help him build his castle on Mustafar. So it's not that you know exaggerated of an idea, you know, <laughs> to have him come back. You know, uh, I wasn't seeing it. I, I wasn't seeing it. I'm, I'm going to see the movie no matter what, Eli. I'm not saying I'm not going to see the I'm going to see the movie. I'm just saying my antenna is up. My guard is up. Because I, I feel like they're just going to just be reactionary. I feel like this is going to be a course correction. You know, instead of just, okay, this is the plan we have. This is how we're going to execute that plan. I don't I don't feel like that's what they're doing. But, like I said, I, if I'm completely wrong about that, I will completely eat my words when it's, when it's all said and done. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, people are acting like Palpatine coming back is like this big, stupid thing. I'm like, I mean, the because hell? They, they, there was no hint or tease or anything that Palpatine had a chance to come back. It's just like, oh, Palpatine's back. Fuck it. We fucked up yeah, the last I mean, movie. What do we need? Bring somebody else back. Yeah. I mean, but shit. I mean, Marvel kills somebody and brings them back in every fucking movie. That's <laughs> Marvel. That's <laughs> You, you, his thing. Marvel they're gonna do it. This, they killed everybody in the last movie. Look, let's let's keep this real. Marvel can get away with shit other people can't get away with. Yeah, that's just yeah. that's just what it is. If anybody else would do that shit, if the DCU did half the shit that Marvel did, they get crucified for it. But Marvel gets a free pass for shit. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, Marvel's like the Trump of franchises. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've seen it happen they too many times. You know, I'm just like, oh, well, fuck it. It's Marvel. They yeah. do what they want to do. Yeah, they're, they're all, yeah, bitching about Palpatine coming back. But, like, shit, half the fucking cast is dead and they're going to come back in this one. <laughs> and pretend like this shit never happened. They yeah, even got movies out for the people that's already dead. <laughs> yeah, they have to use the magic mitten to bring everybody back. And they're going to act like it's this big height of drama. Right. <laughs> like, it's it's like, really kind of everything. Yeah. But I mean, any the more, the more other movie bitch, the more, did yeah. that shit, they would the be crucified. The more they're making me think about how stupid all the Marvel movies are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Marvel can do that. They're the popular kid. The popular kid can get away with shit. Yeah. I was saying it on the flag. Like, Geese said, like, the Marvel fans are like Harvard grads. You know? like <laughs> right. Entitled douchebags and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> with the Carnegie Cardi- sweater tied around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! But I think that's all we can say about Rise of Skywalker. I hate the fucking name. I say that, but that's just me. That's just me. Yeah. Well, I thought about that. Say, it's like Rise of Skywalker. Well, who the fuck's the Skywalker? It can't right. be. You know, I started thinking it can't be Ray. Are they talking about Kylo's? Like, there's no way they're gonna redeem. As much as people are saying, "Oh, I want to see 
the Kylo and Ray get together and have a twin or whatever. I was like, nah, that's gonna be stupid. You know? Yeah, it's gonna be really fucked up when they find out they're related. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then I the thought about it. I was like, the so rise man. of Skywalker. Well, who's left? And I thought about Leia. No, Leia's dead. Yeah. Like, who is it? Then I just thought of the Last Jedi, the rise of Skywalker. Oh, well, it's right there. It makes sense if they're gonna stick with what they were. You know, the you know the the ending of the Jedi. The Jedi. It's time for the Jedi to end. Well, it's time for a new beginning. This is the gray Jedi that people think is stupid. Well, see, <laughs> that means that you're thinking, well, you're saying that they're going to tie in what they did to the last movie with this one, which I don't think they are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. let the past die, kill it if you have to. They're going to forget that. Fuck it. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? I mean, hey, if, I, yeah. <laughs> one trailer. We've only seen one trailer. We've only seen, you know, <laughs> you know and like these are theories, and everyone's theory sucks. Right. So. <laughs> they can have another trailer. We're going to throw all that shit out the window. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah who we'll gives a shit, you know. Okay. <laughs> now, that being said, we move on to the next part of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about the video game section where I didn't play any video games this week. Uh, but you didn't either, but you have news? Thinking of Star Wars? I guess, yeah. yeah. The Star, they announced the Fallen Jedi, or what's it called? <laughs> I don't know. Fallen Jedi Order? What's it called again? I guess. Oh, sorry, I, I you caught me off guard. I'm not prepared. I, I usually didn't do the video game news. <laughs> I know. I should have paid more attention to it, but I did. Fallen Jedi Order. Yeah, that's what it's called. Okay. Is yeah, it a just, fighting game? Is it's it... it's a it's a like a one person adventure game, single player. Um, you're playing as a. I guess it takes place between episode three and episode four. Uh, one of the a Padawan that survived Order sixty six is okay. uh, basically in hiding, and you play as him, and you got to conceal your Jedi powers and shit, and yeah. So it sounds interesting. It's got the guy who played Jerome from uh, Gotham. Oh, okay. The, jo- okay. the Joker dude. Yeah. He's, he's he's like playing the main character, and it's just yeah. Oh, it's I guess it'll be like. Dark, what's it called? Dark with Dark Lighter. What's his name? Dark Force Rising. What's that game called? We played as the Jedi. Uh, Dark. I think Dark, I remember Jedi. Yeah, remember Jedi Academy. I don't remember anything else. No, no, no. Where he he was in he he ended up he can he fought Darth Vader in that game and shit. You could play as Darth Vader. What was that game called? Dark Force. Oh, Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Oh, okay. It's gonna, I guess it's supposed to be like, Yeah, it's gonna be kind of like that. Only Jedi you're, may cry. Yeah, you're going to be a Jedi, a Padawan who has been hiding, in hiding. So okay, looks pretty cool. It didn't show any gameplay; it just showed a bunch of cutscenes, and it looked it looked cool. So you know. oh no, no gameplay. Okay, right, we'll talk about that for nothing then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds pretty cool. Okay, can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Sure. Okay, cool. Okay, so this is the part where we actually pay the bills. We actually talk about the comic books this week. And we're just going to just dig into it. Eli, I think you got way more books than I do. Um, I Sure, I guess, yeah. Okay, so I, I'll let you go first. I, got, I won't want to say how many I got, but you got more than I do. Okay, well, I'll do the retro review. Okay. So uh, since Hellboy just came out, I went back and I read I read a Hellboy comic I never read before. You know, um, This is Hellboy in Mexico, and it actually – the movie is based takes a little bit of inspiration from this 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 comic. Um, it's just, it's just a one shot called Hellboy in Mexico, aka the Drunken Blur, um, and it basically originated from an idea that Mike Mignola had. He 
was sketching around and he drew a picture of Hellboy um, fighting like a luchador wrestler in Mexico and never did anything with it. It was just a, it was just a, you know, a drawing he did. He was bored. And then he decided, you know what? Um, there was a period in his life he never wrote about in Hellboy's and Hellboy. So he says, oh, why don't I, I'll write about this. Hellboy goes to Mexico and teams up with luchadors and shit. So that's what this is. Um, it take it's, Mexico, 1982, it starts out, um, Abe Sapien and Hellboy, they're in the Mexican desert, um, ready to get picked up, you know, from doing a job. Um, Abe is like, it's too sunny. I got to get someplace, you know, cool. Cause I'm a fish and shouldn't be out in the desert. So they find like an old rundown gas station and they're chilling out waiting. And on the gas station wall, there's a bunch of photos of luchador wrestlers, you know, the guys with the masks and shit. You know, so they're looking at all these pictures and then Abe, he sees a picture of Hellboy posing with a bunch of luchador wrestlers and it says something 1956, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And then uh, Hellboy's like, oh, yeah. And then starts the flashback. So back to 1956, Hellboy was a new employee at the BPRD and they went down to Mexico because there was an outbreak of evil and monsters going around in all the little Mexican village. So Hellboy teams up with these three brothers. They're luchador wrestlers and they go around killing these monsters and vampires and shit. Um, and they, that's what they do. They, they fight monsters during the day and they party all night. And uh, one night they're all kind of drunk and partying and the youngest brother named uh, Esteban he gets attacked by vampires and disappears and Hellboy and his two other brothers, they go search around for him and they track him down to this old Aztec pyramid where all these vampires are holding wrestling matches inside this pyramid. And Esteban is now a vampire. Um, Hellboy's like, come on, hey, we're came, we came here to save you. And Esteban's like, fuck you. You he blames you. You left me to die. You, you know, you should have been protecting me. And they end up fighting. Um, and they have like a wrestling match in the ring and that's what the, in the movie, the new movie. Yeah. There's a scene where Hellboy wrestles a luchador vampire in Mexico and shit. Oh wow. So yeah. So Hellboy ends up killing him. He impales him on the turnbuckle, you know, kills him and shit. Um, you know, before, well, he, the, the wrestler turns into this big bat monster, you know, flying around and shit. And then Hellboy kills him. Uh, and then, he ends up, uh, you know, taking off and kind of goes on a binge after that. He felt he feels bad for not, you know, protecting the the kid, the the, the youngest brother. So he kind of goes on a drunken blur. And um, five months later, it shows the agents of the BPRD, you know, finding Hellboy all passed out in a bar in Mexico. And the hey, hey, oh, hey, HB, we're, we come to bring you back. So they bring him back, and then it comes back to modern day and. Hellboy still telling Abe the stories. Like, yeah, but, you know, all the monster monster attacks stopped after that. So, you know, that's pretty cool. So they end up getting the, the chopper comes in. They end up getting picked up. And then um, it shows the, in the epilogue, it shows um, this movie theater in Mexico. And all these little kids are in the theater watching these luchador uh, wrestling matches. And it's shit. And it's all, they're all old black and white footage. It's a 1956. And it shows footage of Hellboy wrestling these luchadors. And they're all, the kids in the audience are like, Hellboy, Hellboy, Hellboy. And then it ends. So kind of cool story. Um, you know, 
and it, and it, it the the movie took inspiration from this uh this this it was just a one shot. So I wanted to read it because I never read this one yet. So and it was cool. It was fun. I, I enjoy the Hellboy stories. I like the I like the mythology. I like Hellboy as a character. You know, um, this persecuted monster that um, people think are who, who people fear, but he's actually a really nice guy and he struggles. You know, with his identity and as far as you know his destiny, he's destined to bring the world to to an end. But he's just trying to be a good dude and shit and. Being a misunderstood, I like that Frankenstein element. You know, I've always enjoyed Hellboy. So, yeah, I dig this. This was a five out of five. You know, go back and read Hellboy in Mexico. Nice. It's on Comics Island. I mean, Comics Unlimited on Comics Island. So I might pick up some Hellboy and you know just check it out from there. So cool. yeah, Glad and they're unconventional. Here. Yeah, they're Hellboy is an unconventional comic. You know, and I think that's what drew Guillermo del Toro to Hellboy because he's an unconventional filmmaker. Right. So. It's it's out of the box, you know. Hellboy's not, you know, it doesn't, it pushes the envelope as far as story and and comic book art and all that shit. So I, I enjoy it. So. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Uh, okay. Next book I'm gonna review is I think the one we we both read. I'm gonna cross my fingers and say we both read. Uh, the Batman Who Last Number Four. Yeah, I read it. Yeah. Okay, cool. You read it, so we. Can... <laughs> I, I guess I'll, I sound. I know I sound thrilled. Yeah. Yeah, I know you sound thrilled about it. I know you. We both read it. I'll narrate you. Kind of just you know chime in how we go along. Well, basically, how the book starts off is that uh, basically it's the last time we left off is that Batman just stopped taking the Joker venom and just let it just take over his body, whatever like that. And he was making the that same visor out of the dark metal that the Batman who last had. Alfred sees him and you know takes the visor from him and smacks the shit out of him, telling him, "Bruce, you're going too far. You you taking it too far. You just lying. You won't cross." So Bruce kind of loses his mind, starts, you know, grabbing Alfred by the throat, telling him, you're not shit, you're not my real dad, you you know, you've uh, basically all the most hurtful shit he could ever say to Alfred, he just says to him right there, you know. And, you know, Alfred just, man, man just stop talking, you know, you, you know, don't kill me, don't cross the line, don't say something to do something that you can't take back, you know, and then they hug and embrace each other afterwards, but Alfred just lets him go. So he lets him go, he's got on the, you know, the... Batman who last visor going around the city because with that visor on, he can kind of see the dark energy of where they might pull out the next Bruce Wayne, you know, because they've been killing Bruce Wayne's all over the multiverse. Yeah. So he gave, he takes him to a black gate where this abandoned uh, place at black gate where he goes, he goes there before he goes there. Uh, he sees this guy named Dave where well, he sees this guard and puts a, a gun to his face. And he said, he tells the guard, look, I know who you are. You're David Harper. You're 29. You got a wife, you got a kid. Don't do this. I'm the real Batman. I'm not some crazy clone Batman that's around here. You're like, okay. So Batman keeps walking. Eventually, he crosses over to the other multiverse also where he goes to Blackgate. And he find, and he sees the warden of the Blackgate on that multiverse, which is Bruce Wayne. He's telling him, hey, you're in trouble. You need to come with me. So he takes that Bruce Wayne, goes back to the regular side of the multiverse. Uh, and, but then the other guards see Batman down there. They keep thinking he's the Batman who's last. So they get ready. They come down there to attack him. Batman throws something down and kind of like hold him off a little bit. While they're doing it, David Harper, the guard, presses some button on his arm and his glass shield comes down. And he's like, wait a minute, what are you doing? I told you I'm not the Batman who laughs. And David Harper says, yeah, I know. And slits the throat of Bruce Wayne, uh, the warden Bruce Wayne, right there in front of him. He's like, what the hell? He was like, yeah, you didn't. I was already two steps ahead of you, Bruce. I already knew what the hell you were going to do. And he takes his mask off and it's the Batman who laughs, like the real Batman who laughs. And he puts his mask back on, see the other guards, and he tells the other guards that are coming down, hey, Batman killed this, uh, he killed Bruce Wayne. 
kill them. And then they open fire on them and that's how the book ends. Mm-hmm. Bunch of other shit I left out. The Grim Knight is now hunting uh Gordon with a bunch <laughs> of hounds and Batman made Joker promise he'd kill him and was all over with, but and Jim Gordon Jr. is doing some bullshit. I can't remember. But overall that's it. Uh I know you're not too thrilled about this book. I'm loving this book. It's just the same. he's still going crazy, man. He's been going crazy for he's four going issues. Crazier. He's I, it's not doing nothing, man. It's like, <laughs> I mean, he goes too nothing. crazy. It's Batman. You want Batman? Just, you, now you you're in the same boat I was last week. <laughs> I'm like fucking like the Grim Knight number one last week, and he's not in this one now. Like, <laughs> and they got two issues. This is a six issues. They got two left to make some shit happen. Yeah, but still you know, Batman's not going to kill anybody, and you know it's not going to happen. Or something like the, like the, it shows the crows attacking Gordon in one panel. Yeah. I'm like, hey, cool. The crows are attacking Gordon. You know, and what then I keep, you know what I keep hoping for? <laughs> this whole thing is like a multiverse what if story. And it's really the origin of another Batman who laughs. Uh, I don't know, man. I would I would prefer that. That way, because it would give you exactly what you're looking for. For Batman just fucking cut loose and become the Batman who laughs. Because if he well, comes Batman, saying, he can just really do some fucked up shit. Well, it's just, it's, it feels like metal. Like metal was all this buildup for like five issues. And then in, they just half-ass it up in the last issue to wrap everything up you know let's okay let's destroy the whole universe and put it all back together in one issue yeah you know, that's what this feels like i mean there was some interesting stuff the scene with alfred and bruce i gotta say that was quite moving yeah you know i mean because he, he was like, hurting alfred without hurting alfred if it makes sense yeah i mean he was strangling him and then he fucking oh shit i'm about to you know choke alfred and then they hug i mean that was that was that was cool yeah. you know but then it was just more of, oh, I'm going crazy, I'm going crazy, and all this shit that, you know, the, where's the Grim Knight? Where's Gordon's son? Where's yeah. all this shit that you keep throwing in here, but nobody does anything? And, oh, cool, the, cr- the crows attack Gordon. That would be cool, yeah. you know? And then and then it ends, and like, oh, another cliffhanger. Where, <laughs> <laughs> like, where they're not going to do anything with it the next issue. You know? <laughs> That's what it feels like, you know. It's just like it's just kind of disappointing. It's like a lot of build up and no payoff for me, you know. And it just keeps dragging. You know what I mean? Well, we got two more issues. We'll see where they go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Only two. <laughs> Either way, I'm still gonna give the book a four out of five. I'm enjoying it. I'll give it a three. <laughs> okay, okay. That's that's fair. That's you fair. Know, it's it's not totally terrible. I'm just was hoping for some shit. You know, we're four issues in. It's almost over now. Here's and the thing: I'm I'm still in anticipation mode. It's like you like you waiting for something to happen. I'm still enjoying the buildup. I know something is going to happen. Yeah, which is they keep building more shit up. You know, building it up and building more shit. <laughs> oh yeah, and now this is happening now. And like, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm expecting a huge payoff. That's me. That's why I'm enjoying the buildup. Yeah. I well, it you. better be. <laughs> <laughs> I could have had a V8. <laughs> yeah. No All right, I'm, I'm gonna let you go next. So. Yeah. Okay, I'll do Detective 1001 here. I didn't read this, but I did want to read this. So okay. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm glad I read this after fucking Dark no- or Batman Who Laughs. So this is The Rise of the Dark or the Ark of Night. Um, so a bunch of bats are being killed. Like bats, literal bats, are dying all over Gotham City. Okay. Bat cave. They're show all over the streets of Gotham, just bat carcasses all over the place. Batman's wondering what the fuck is going on. He goes to, uh, uh, 
what's his name? Kurt Langstrom. Uh, man bat. His daughter goes and tracks her down. She injects herself with the man bat serum and because she's going crazy because she, she can hear all the screams of the bats it's driving her nuts. So she decides if I inject myself with the serum, maybe I'll stop hearing the screams. So she injects herself, turns into the man bat or woman bat. You know, sorry to assume anybody's gender <laughs> <laughs> or misgender anybody. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, she turns into the bat creature. Batman surfs her all through the fucking city. And while that's going on, this the Knights of the Sun, they're called, they call themselves, I believe. The Knights of the Sun. Okay. This new these this this new uh yeah, this new gang in town, you know, who hate Batman, uh, they want to take Batman out. And they they basically set off a bomb in Gotham at night. But it's not a regular bomb. It's like some sort of like nuclear f- fusion bomb that turns night into day. Okay. So they're they're trying to eliminate the shadows and bring out the Batman. So they turn night into day and they and there's a bunch of them. They all they're all dressed up in this weird armor and they all start attacking Batman. Their armor, you know, is uh is repelling all his weapons and shit. They've got arrows that are piercing his armor, so they've done their homework. They okay. they 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 know what what Batman can do and how to fucking uh you know how to attack him and shit. And they basically fuck him up. And then the Arkham Knight shows up and he's like, "Yep, your reign is over. The night is no longer. You know, we are here to bring light to the darkness." And then it just ends there. So pretty fucking cool. This was cool. Tomasi, I'm excited. So. Good, good first issue to this run. I'm down. Okay, I might have to get caught up. I might have to uh, stay stay aboard on that one. See yeah. what's going on. Four out of five. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> okay, no problem. Okay. All right. Uh, next book I got is uh, Superman number ten. I think I might be fucking the number up. I didn't look at it, but I think it's Superman ten. Uh, basically, this book is a uh, last book we left off. Jonathan Kent was telling a story about how he was bouncing around from multiverse to multiverse, and I ended up in another weird multiverse where Superwoman is trying to kill him and of course superwoman is lois so he thinks it's this evil version of his mom trying to kill him and he don't want to fight her because it's his mom so before she gets ready to kill him or beat his ass all of a sudden jor-el pops out of nowhere so jor-el has been hopping around all over the multiverse looking for jonathan kent found him had this big ass gun when he shot uh, superwoman he was like uh okay jonathan you ready to go you're like yeah so he teleports them out of there back to his ship he was like okay jonathan where the hell you been he was like, well, I got, I've been bouncing around for years, and I've been trapped and been beaten, you know, by this evil version of my father, and he just left me in this volcano where I couldn't get out. So, and Jonathan was, and Jor-El was like, do you know what I had to do, what I had to sacrifice to find you? Because you were locked not only in time, but you were lost in space also. I didn't know if you was ahead of time, behind time, where in space, because the same time you went, something happened with the source wall, and I think that's that thing we were talking about in Just League where the source wall got destroyed. So Jorel keeps freaking out, talking about some. I made this deal to find you, and they're gonna come collect and stuff like that. And and of course, he gives Jonathan his uh Superboy suit also. And Jonathan's like, "What are you talking about, Granddad?" And before he can talk, all of a sudden the whole ship breaks open, and in comes in Rogelzar again. Okay. Yeah, so he's ready to beat some ass. Uh, but before he can do anything, Jorel takes his little teleporting stick. And he points it at uh, Jonathan and teleports him back to planet Earth, you know, 
where his his parents are. So that's where they're finally caught back up. And John and Superman is asking Jonathan the story. He was like that creature that came in. There. Can you describe him? And he was like, yeah. And basically describe exactly how Rogozar looked. And then Lois could look at Superman's face, just drop down. She was like, how bad are we talking? And he just looks like it's it's really bad. If he's back, he's really bad. So he's like, okay, Jonathan, you ready to head back out there? He's like, already? Yeah, we got to go. We got to find Joe Real. And I'm going to have a conversation with him about everything that happened. So he's like, first, how are we going to find him? He's like, I don't know. But before they can do that, as soon as Superman touches him, they teleport back out to space, actually, where the, the uh, spaceship is. When they get out there, it's an all-out war. The Thanagarians, the Randarians, the Kardashians. I'm just making up shit. I don't know. <laughs> they're all fighting each other out in space. and never what the fuck's going on. So and that's how the book ends. So. Yeah, pretty cool story. Like I said, nobody else likes Bendis except me. I'm still reading and still enjoying the story. I'm going to give a solid four out of five. I'm still enjoying it. I feel like there's a build-up to go in this also. Finally, hopefully, we'll find out what the fuck's going on with Rogozar, and maybe Superman will finally beat this guy. Because he's kicked right. his ass about at least about three or four times right now. So, cool. Yeah, that's that's it. That's all the books I got. So. Oh, well, shit. Um, I'll, I'll do these two uh, Star Wars Age of Rebellion real okay. quick. Uh, Princess Leia, number one, and Grand Moff Tarkin, number one. Um, Princess Leia, really cool. It uh, takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Jedi. She's uh, basically trying... She has just gotten the uh, the boosh or bausch. You know the bounty hunter she uh, disguised herself as in Return of the, the Jedi? Name of, I remember she did that, yeah. Yeah, it was bausch or boosh. I never knew how to pronounce it. Okay, so but was that she, a real bad hunt she's got? Or yeah. she just made up a, a identity? No, she killed that guy and took his armor. It Didn't know that. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, so she basically goes and um, rescues Lando from uh, – uh, he's being attacked by Bosk, the bounty hunter Bosk, the lizard the guy. guy. with the feet, yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she goes and helps uh, – Lando out and disguises herself as ba- uh, Boosh and um, and basically is she's training herself to um, because she has to prepare herself to go meet Jabba to get Han back. So that's basically what this is, is uh, her getting into it with the other bounty hunters, you know, convincing them that she is Boosh or Bausch. And then uh, and then that's because they 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 uh, they capture Chewie. And basically, she steals Chewie away from him, and um, that's basically the story: is how she gets Chewie to go take Chewie to Jabba in Return of the Jedi. So it's pretty cool; just a cool filler story of Leia honing her skills, you know, doing some scoundrel. That that was the like Princess Scoundrel. That's the title of the story, where she has to, you know, uh, do some crime. You know, go to the underworld, you know, dip her feet into uh, some grimy shit to get the job done, which she's never done before. Nice. So okay. pretty cool story. Um, I give it a four out of five. And then there's the Grand Moff Tarkin story. This was OK. Um, I didn't like it as much as the Princess Leia one, but it just shows him a little backstory into his mindset um, and a little bit of his background, where he came from. He, he had a, a tough upbringing where his uncle um, would take him out hunting these like, like, like tiger beasts and shit. And it's like, you got to kill or be killed kid. If you want to survive. 
So it shows him being attacked by these uh, like tiger beasts and shit um, as a kid. Then uh, later on in life, he's on the he's on the Death Star and they're running training drills with the gunners, you know, doing training simulations. He finds out a lot. Some of these gunners are hesitating to fire on the Death Star. So he's like, you guys are, you know, you guys are some soft bitches. You know, I got to harden you guys up. Um, he imagines uh, it was a really cool scene. He, he, he says, do you, uh, do you have any scars? You know, he's talking to one of the gunners. He's like, do you have any scars? He's like, I got a scar playing football on my leg, you know, when I was in you know, college and shit. He's like, oh, you ain't shit. You're a pussy. Look at these. And he rips off his shirt and Tarkin is all, he's all fucking ripped and he's got all these scars. <laughs> You know, it's like you can't, you know, you can't be hard. You can't be, a, you know, in charge of this big giant fucking weapon if you're going to be a soft bitch, basically. So I'm going to fight you. And he ends up fighting and he ends up beating the shit out of the guy. And I thought, holy shit, I never seen Tarkin. Well, obviously know, he, he, right. But he had to be a badass to get where he is. But it was yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this is kind of cool. I never seen, you know, Tarkin get down like this. I'm digging this. And then it cuts. It was all in his head. And then what? he's still talking. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, why I'm shit. disappointed. That's why this is getting a three out of five. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know damn. Okay. Like, he just imagined that. He just imagined beating the shit out of this guy in front of all the other fucking cadets. And he says, you know, I got to I gotta whip these fucking guys into shape and shit, you know. So it's basically just him being in charge of the gunners and finding that some of these gunners are hesitating to, you know, kill everybody with the, you know, kill a planet with the push of a button. You know, um, there's another cool scene where it goes to where he destroys Alderaan, where he's with Leia and he destroys Alderaan and they blow up the planet. And then he finds out that a couple of gunners were hesitant. You know, when he gave the fight, the, the order to fire, that some of them didn't actually, you know, do their jobs and hesitated for a little bit. Right. And then he found out and he's like, uh, you know, hey, I heard you didn't press the button when I, you were supposed to because it's a it's a process. You know, okay, you got to fire up the reactors and it's a process to shoot the Death Star. So everybody's got to be, it's got, it's a well-timed sequence. You know what I'm saying? So when some of the gunners are like, oh shit, you know, if I press this button, the next guy going to press his button and then the next guy, and then we're going to ban it. Somebody press the button by accident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he finds out one of the gunners that delayed the sequence is like, oh, that was his home planet, Alderaan, you know? Because oh, wow. I heard okay. you, I heard, I heard you fucking, you know, what's up with you uh, delaying the firing, uh, the firing order? He's like, well, I grew up on Alderaan. That's my home planet. Is it so? That's no excuse, you know. Well, what if you, what if you blew up your own planet, you know? And then, again, in his head, Alderaan flashes back. I mean, Tarkin flashes back to when he was a kid, mm -hmm. when he's hunting with his dad and grandfather, you know, while he's being attacked by the fucking tigers and shit. And then he imagines the Death Star blowing up his planet. And, like, the first thing that big laser hits is his uncle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And he goes, I would do my duty. This <laughs> is so, an asshole. Yeah, so it just shows the thought process of Grand Moff Tarkin, you know, of why he's a cold, calculated asshole. It's kind of cool, but it would have been cool if that shit wasn't just in his head. You know, that's my only thing. I was like, oh, man, that, well, I was, it was just a dream. And I hate that shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking something cool in that, but... Oh. Yeah, so I, that was a three out of five. Um, uh, other books I got... I read this Cult of Carnage, man. 
And okay. I was a little disappointed. Donnie Cates didn't write it. Um, but it's basically the, the idea is cool. Just the execution was a little boring. Misty Knight goes to this town where this cult of carnage um, has killed everybody. The town's all dead. Um, she finds uh, John Jameson, the man wolf, all butt naked and shit saying God is coming, God is coming. And then he tells her a story about basically this cult, this cult of doers worshiping Null, the symbiote god, mm-hmm. are basically converting the towns into Null, a bunch of symbiotes and shit. They're worshiping Null, basically. And they end up, he happens upon a ritual where they they give uh, the, the, the symbiote to uh, the man-wolf. You know? And that's about it. It's all just talking, you know, it would have been cool to see some of the shit happen. Yeah, you expect the cult all... of corn is supposed to be like carnage, you know. Yeah. So I was just it was a little it was a little slow. It was just all them talking about talking about what happens instead of showing what happens. You know what I mean? So right. that was I don't know. I was I was kind of excited, but after reading it, I'm like, eh, two out of five. So fuck this shit. <laughs> Each book is getting less and less. Uh well then Murder Falcon. Murder Falcon was awesome. Murder Falcon number seven, it is it? Yeah, Murder Falcon number seven continues to be cool. This book about these metalheads fighting uh, these forces from hell with the help of this monster murder falcon dude with a robot arm who uses the power of metal to fight these demons from hell. Um, he teams up. They, the, his, uh, Jake, he te- his band Bruticus teams up with this symphony from Japan, and there's this big, huge, giant kaiju battle in Tokyo really cool been digging on this book i also wrote a review on outright geekery if you would like to read it go ahead um so yeah murder yeah, Falcon. So we, we write we're writers also yeah <laughs> we don't just bitch we, we, <laughs> right. we, bitch. we do plenty of that but yeah yeah we bitch with words on paper too <laughs> <laughs> so that's a five out of five for me so i'll go out on a high note so. <laughs> okay you cool, you cool, fuck you, you cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Uh, we have other podcast. We have our sister podcast, Geek Sav. Uh, we have Comic Cast. We reviewed a bunch of books also. I'm curious what they say about these books. We have This Geeks and Comics, which I don't know when they come out, but whenever they come out, you'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> what else? We have Hulu TV. We have Instruments of Destruction. We have Get Valiant, who loves Valiant books. And all the other books. So next week's pretty much going to be business as usual, you know. But the week after that, that's going to be Infinity War. We're going to plan something big, but I don't know what we're going to plan. It'll come to us. We'll figure it out by the end. Uh, do, do you got your ticket yet? Oh, I bought my ticket the day the day of. Oh, I don't and, have my. I ticket. remember I'm in Mississippi. I'm in Buttfuck, Mississippi. So if you don't get your ticket the first day, that's it. Yeah. Well. I haven't got my ticket, so hopefully I'm not seeing it at three in the morning or some shit. So to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, good luck avoiding spoilers by the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, other than that, like I said, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Take my
holes through the old town road. I'm gone. Ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Got the boosters black to match. Riding on a horse. Ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley. You ain't been up off that porch. Now, can't nobody tell me nothing. Sports car. Got no stress. I've been through all. 